My name is Aldo Martin. And I'm Elena. And this is the Reclamation Podcast Episode Recap. Welcome back to the Episode 12 yes. Recap with Elena from 3B. Hello. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, today, uh, not today, but uh, this past week, we met Christina. Mm-hmm. Right, our third and final guest on season one of the uh, Reclamation Podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, Christina is such a great person, man. Over the years, she's she's just so much fun to speak with, and the nature of the episode in which we we uh, we interviewed her—that's how our conversations are all the time. Mm-hmm. The only difference was we just had another person to speak with, and cousin Eddie. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's always it's always fun uh, speaking with her and and recounting these events and whatnot. So, what'd you think of that episode? I think it was great. I think it was great because, um, you know, once again, I mean, every every guest who comes uh, and participates, it speaks, you know, brings back the memories. Yeah, and I can definitely relate yeah. to to the things that she was talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> You know, her talking about wanting to go to uh what was the school what was the name of her school? That that the Love Jones school? <laughs> uh Northwestern, Northwestern. University. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, I wanted to go I didn't know what school I wanted to go to, but I wanted to go to school because of like the Cosby show, because of a Hillman. different world. You mentioned yes, that last Hillman, week. yes. But also to I remembered another one. Which one? The facts of life. Facts of life. I wanted to go to board. I just wanted to go to school. That was a boarding school. It was a boarding school. That looked fun. But anyway, like I just like the concept of, of the, that friendship. You know, you kind of look like Tootie. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Tootie. Kim Fields. <laughs> so, you know, but the, you know, or shout out to those schools, like those TV shows with schools. Oh, boy. You know, Anyhow, it inspired we, a lot of people. Anyway. Can we refocus? I mean, yes, yes, yes. You yes. know, hold up. Before you do that, though, before you do that, I, I want to give a couple shout outs. Okay. Um, I don't want to say their names because I don't know if they want to remain an- anonymous, but I want to shout out my man from the DMV. The DMV. You see, you don't know about these things. <laughs> the DMV is a uh, is a uh, is DC, Maryland, Virginia. You know what I mean? Oh, because I know? was thinking, you know, <laughs> nah, son, nah, son. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I'm out here. You know, I'm out here in these streets. Oh, no, boy. no. But I, I, I want to shout him out because he he knows who he is. He he recently sent us a message and said that he, he enjoys the program and he had he just left in 2020, left the organization. Mm. And he was in it since the year 2000. Wow. Wow. So a 20-year stretch, you know? So mm-hmm. my man is home from doing a 20-year bid, you know what I mean? <laughs> Free the dome, God. <laughs> so shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. And he was very happy to learn that you and I were married <laughs> because he and his wife are exploring life after the church together wow. too so mm-hmm. shout out to him and i also want to shout out uh, a listener that reached out and uh from san francisco mm-hmm. and she was not part of the icoc she was actually part of the new version of the church mm-hmm. we're not going to get into that okay but she's part of the new uh uh variant <laughs> This this church has variants. This church mm-hmm. is like a virus <laughs> with different variants over the years. But 
she was part of she's part of the new was part of the the new uh iteration of the church but she reached out and really appreciated the work that we're doing and the work that other people are doing with different podcasts mm-hmm. and different uh YouTube channels revolving around this topic so shout out to those channels too and other podcasts so I'm done with that I'm going to step off my soapbox like <laughs> Dr. Melton would say and hand it over to you yeah so Tootie. Tootie. <laughs> <laughs> so Christina was saying that, you know, what <clears throat> what she what brought her here is because she, she was listening, she was looking for friend groups. And A I thought that group. was so nice. I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted. Who doesn't want that? A friend group. I you know I had friends in yeah. school, I had friends in the neighborhood, but I, I just I I just you know, I wanted to travel and do things and some of my friends were doing things that you know, that I, you know, wasn't going to get into. Yeah. Or I had friends that were like me that were just like kind of homebound mm-hmm. or <laughs> didn't go anywhere, but I wanted to have an active group that went places and yeah. did things. So definitely looking for that. And, and so for her, like, you know, uh, coming across this church and it kind of gave an opportunity for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then again, part of the process that we learned later, you know, that, that you know, we talked about the guys of, 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 you know, lure, I don't want to say the word lure, but like attracting and-, and The guys, uh, as in the disguise? The disguise yeah. of, you know, attracting members by having fun events yeah. and things like that. Um, and yeah, there was a lot of fun trips. I, you know, I was a you know, teen. You, you know, when, when Kazan Nettie and I, when we first spoke, um, and we haven't released this, this is in the Lost Tapes, right? The, our okay. Our- initial conversations which we haven't released there's hours of it but one of the i'm I'm describing the church to him you know we'd go bowling we'd do this or we'd do that or something and he started laughing he goes so you guys were doing fun events under the guise of recruiting people yeah and when he said that that stabbed at my soul because i was like uh is that what we were doing and that at first no we didn't know we didn't know. We didn't know. But that's what we were doing. But we did. We did. We did. We, we did. I have to. I have to own that. Mm-hmm. I have to own that. And ah, any, anyhow, please take me away from this. Yeah. Take me away. Take me away. <laughs> so yeah. So the fun activities, you know, movies, like you said, bowling, trips, barbecue. Did you say movies? I did say movies. Shout out to the two dollar movie theater. It was one dollar at first. What? Was it? No, it was always two dollars. Two dollar movie. Theater. Nah, because I know it was two dollars. Then it went up to three dollars. Yeah, and we were. <laughs> but sh- <laughs> like shout out to hour. the three dollar movie theater. Listen, if you were not in New York City in the late nineties, early two thousands, let me tell you something, man. Was it fifty first, fiftieth Street? Fiftieth Street, I think, between Eighth and Ninth Avenue, there was a movie theater that played movies six months after their right. release date, right? So let's say you'd watch, you know, whatever movie you're watching, it'll be in the theater for, you know, what, what, six weeks? Something like that. Right? Theaters are in the, movies are in the theaters for about six weeks. After that six weeks, they go to the $2 movie theater, which became the $3 movie theater. And let me tell you something. If you was in New York City on a Saturday night, I'm telling you right now, there were at least two million and five disciples <laughs> in that movie theater. Every date was... It was happening there. Yo, every day was happening there. <laughs> Yo, it was like a, the lobby was literally like a church service. It's, that is true. Yo, you true. come out of the movie theater after seeing whatever movie, 
you'd see like four or five couples from Brooklyn, two, three couples from Staten Island, because you never see the people from Staten Island <laughs> unless you're at the $2 movie theater. You'd see people from New Jersey. You'd see people from different boroughs. And we'd literally have church right there while we getting popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fun. You know, we, we did have fun. We had a lot of fun. Man. But then something Christina mentioned was that it was fun, but then she started to realize at some point that the friend that was that he had introduced her to the church. Yeah. She started to sense that her friend was under pressure. Mm. And I just thought that it was funny that I guess I feel like I heard this several times already with every uh, every guest that we had that the fun became pressure. The yes. fun became a strain. You know, all of that fun kind of subsided and then it became the talk of, so when are you becoming a Christian? So when are you going to get baptized? And then it's like, well, you know, we're on a high, like, oh, having fun times. It's like, wait, I, you know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to watch this movie. Yeah, like, I'm not like trying to like, uh, you know. You want but me then, to give my life to Christ? That, th- those leading questions got you thinking like, oh, wait, like I have to do this now. Like, yeah, man. I'm kind of in. Yeah. And I remember there were certain activities that I wanted to do. And it, it was like, well, you have to be baptized in order to go. What to- activities you wanted to do? I think it was a teen bash. You didn't have to be a disciple to be in teen well, bash. Well, I think the first one, but something, I remember it was something that we... I don't remember what it was, okay. but I'm telling you. Okay. They were all like, right, well, all right, all right, all right. you know, you have to, you know, become, you know, baptized right, to go right. there. You know, by the way, when and I say. And definitely dating. When, when I say, all right, that's my Denzel Washington impression. Okay, go ahead. I know you, you want to hear it? Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All, all right. <laughs> no, you don't think so? <laughs> Wait, you said, you said you wanted to date? Well, yeah. Well, okay. Hold on, hold on. Who are you trying to date? <laughs> <laughs> stop it stop anyway because we need I, to find out no i'm kidding go ahead um but no but i just thought that was quite unfortunate like you know the the fun you know subsided and, and then people felt that pressure the that fun pressure. the fun subsided mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and then it, it became like slowly slowly mm-hmm. you were you know it became stressed out another thing i want to discuss was that well before i discuss the, the next thing I want to discuss. Um, talking about the pressure, you know, after the fun, it was a pressure. And then Christina said something like, she felt like, well, at least I have my partner. At least I have my friend. You know, and that was definitely helpful. Like those friendships that we did, were able to build, got us through those times when it, it became stressful. Yeah. And that was very important. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I want to discuss was the talk of money. And the mm. church and money. You mm. know, I didn't think of it until I heard Cousin Eddie say, wait, you were at Madison Square Garden? Like, that takes a lot of money to rent that out. <laughs> and again, like, I didn't think, we didn't think anything of it. It's like, we knew that we didn't have a church building. Yeah. So we had to rent out, like, different you know, colleges or something like that, yeah. different halls or something. Like but, that. And the reason, the reason we thought we had to do that was because, or the reason why we thought that was normal was because the church was always growing in number. Mm-hmm. So we were like, nah, we got it's kingdom. Can't nowhere hold us. <laughs> Can nobody hold us down. You kidding me? You better get out of here with your hundred seat church. We trying to get thousands. So we just thought that, you know, we'd we'd migrate to these bigger places because our numbers were growing. So it seemed plausible. 
I'm not saying there's anything right or wrong with it, but I'm just right. saying that's that's what our mind that's where our mind was, which is probably why we didn't think of it as wow, the garden probably costs a lot of money. No, not at all. But why is that important to you though? Well, because like I knew when we were in in a small space like a like a community school, right? Baruch College and things like that. I knew that when we collected contribution, obviously, you know, we rent in this place. This part of that contribution was going to go to that. Yeah. I was okay with it. But then, you know, hearing it, like, you know, Master's Garden, that takes a lot of money. But why does that bother you? Because, okay, as time went on and the, the church will talk about, you know, we need special contributions for certain things. Special, special contributions. Contribution. When you had, was it three times? Uh, the trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning for those out there who gave thousands of dollars. You know, I gave money. Who gave thousand dollars for special contribution. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like they asked for special contribution. I was giving money that I didn't really have. Like I was working and working hard and paying for school. And that special, you know, I didn't just have extra money, but I gave it. I gave it to the church. Yeah. And then it it it, it became an issue when I heard things like the leaders were having their church, their their leader meetings in Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Is this true? Yes. Is this confirmed? Because this is about to hit the airwaves. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to have okay, you giving okay, us you okay, know, okay, a okay. false reporting here. Either it was a consideration of one of the places they wanted to have it. I okay. should say that rather. Okay. But to my knowledge, Bora Bora is an expensive <clears throat> destination. Yeah. So just even that thought was like, Bora, why don't you just have it like <laughs> Madison, Har- Square, you know, Madison Square Garden? In Harlem. <laughs> or something like that. It's a big enough space, but why would you need to go to Bora Bora for that? Like, why was that a suggestion? You, you know, there was also talk of some of the leaders living in in beachfront houses in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right? Like, I've, I've I've heard of this, you know, firsthand from somebody. So there was these things did happen, but but the money for me at the time, I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't think much of it. But there were a lot of people that have been hurt because of the finances, and I guess. Yeah, looking at Madison Square Garden um, is probably an indicator of 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 the large amounts of money that were probably being circulated. Right, and just hearing different things like I know that the 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 some of the leaders were employed by the church, right? Some of the the Bible talk leaders, not not but not the Bible talk leaders, no, um, the sector, sector leaders, leaders yeah. and things like that. They're employed by the church, so I'm thinking that. You know, my understanding of 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 a, a a church leader or a church worker is, is Reverend Alden from Little House on the Prairie. Who? See, that's my show, Reverend Alden. He's just a humble, you know, preacher. Is that Michael Landon? A certain, no, that's the no, that's the dad. Who are you talking Reverend about? Reverend Alden is the is the the, the church leader. Let me leader. tell you something, man. Ain't He's nobody, the priest. Listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna <sighs> wage three dollars. <laughs> And anyway, I, there's I, a show look, called gonna, The Little House of Prayer. I'm going to wage $3 and, 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 and say that the audience listening right now has no idea who... Alden? Alden. Reverend Alden. He was the reverend of the church. Anyway, he was a humble servant of Hold the up, congregation. You know, if anybody here knows what she's talking about, <laughs> send me a message on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. <laughs> And prove me wrong. Unless somebody responds, man. <laughs> no. All right. I'm t- all right anyway. Ahead, talk about this Alden man. 
Okay, so he was a humble servant of the congregation, yeah. right? He lived in a modest home, you know, and just that's I, my image of someone who worked for the church is someone who just didn't live lavishly mm-hmm. or not lavishly, but not, they shouldn't live better than the regular person. Okay. Because you're working for the church. And, you know, come to find that many of these leaders uh, lived in v- very well-to-do areas of Manhattan or That's live true. in large homes. That's true. And it's like, wait, how does that happen? Like, you just, if you're paid by the church, like, how does a church even get money? Like, I didn't realize that it was coming from me in my pocket yeah. and many other people's pockets, this lavish or semi-lavish lifestyle. Well, to, like, be, to be fair. To look like us. From, from, in my point of view, it looked like it was lavish. But To be fair, uh, there weren't a lot of leaders, I think, that were, because some of them were, were making uh, peanuts, right, mm-hmm. in terms of their wage. But some leaders that we're talking about, and it wasn't everybody, because even no. amongst leadership, I don't think all the leaders were treated That's the same. That's true. There was definitely ranks. and There was and, rank and, and file, right? Like, like a pyramid. Yeah, like yeah, the higher yeah. you went up the pyramid, probably the higher your pay. But That's true. there were certainly leaders who had... Lived in, like I said, L.A. beach houses. Um, there was one leader who, I'm not going to say his name, but his kids were very proficient in tennis. And they had tennis lessons all the damn time. And whenever K&N came out, we watched his kids playing some goddamn tennis. <laughs> and here we are cheering, not knowing, not knowing that tennis lessons cost a lot. And we're probably paying for his kids' tennis lessons. I, yeah. I didn't mean to bring that up, but you know, it's 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 one of these things. So so you got all that from Madison Square Garden. Yes. What about but what about her being baptized in Madison Square Garden and not telling us about that? Did you know about that? I did not know that. Mm-mm. But I told you I was in Javits Center, right? First of all, stop trying to show it up now, all right? You already <laughs> said Javits. She already she already upgraded yours. You know, her, that is true. it's, it's that, an upgrade. That, that so was, please that was definitely like three times. So please don't above. be trying to bring Javits into this right now. All right, you had your shine. You had your shine. Now it's about the garden. And if I, what's bigger than the garden? Then what, what's what's a more grand place to get baptized in? Then uh, the White House. <laughs> Carnegie Hall. I don't know. Like, Carnegie Hall. No, Girl, small, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> so before we wrap up, I just want to let the audience know that. Uh, Christina will be the last person that we interview for season one. And if you can already tell um, by the uh, the format of the show, you know, everyone has inter- interviews in, in three segments, right? Or have three segment interviews. After Christina's third segment, we're going to be doing a season finale. We're going to be doing a season finale. We're doing something special for the audience where we're bringing everybody back together. And everyone back from season one, we're all going to be in the same room and have a nice, lively discussion. And I hope you behave, ma'am. What? All the time. Okay. Anyhow, (laughs) I I hope that the audience really has a good time with it. But this is what I want from the audience, though. If you guys have any questions that you would like to ask Dr. Melton or Elena or Liz or Christina or Cousin Eddie or even myself... If there's any questions that you want to ask us or want answered during our season finale, please write me, holler at me, send me a message, and we'll make sure those questions are asked to Elena. And I bet you 
none of those questions are going to be about Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> what, if we're, what if you're wrong? I, 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 I bet I, you you'd, at least one person. Remember, we got $3 on this. <laughs> All right, everyone. So we'll catch you guys next time. See you later. All right. Bye.